0: One of the main points in Wilma Mankiller's article Being Indigenous in the 21st Century is that, quote, indigenous people simply do better when they have control of their own lives. Well, one growing industry in that area is indigenous films. In the past 50 years, there have been many films about indigenous peoples, but mostly they're made by non-indigenous peoples. Think uh, Moana or Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee or Dances with Wolves. No, I like those films, but what kind of film would an indigenous filmmaker have made? What would they have wanted to show? If we were in class, I'd probably show you a feature-length film this week. It would take both class meetings, the purpose of which would be for you to experience how indigenous filmmakers depict their own culture. What kind of stories would they tell? So yesterday, I previewed two films by indigenous filmmakers, Rhymes for Young Ghouls, made in 2013, and Once Were Warriors from 1998. Both were somewhat bittersweet tragedies about living as indigenous peoples in the modern world. I'd like to have you watch one or both of those films and let me know what you think. First, consider Rhymes for Young Ghouls. It's a 2013 film that tells the tale of Alia, a teenage crow girl who lives alone with her uncle on Red Crow Mishmash Reservation after her mother commits suicide and her father is hauled off to prison. Alia makes money by selling dope and pays bribery money to stay out of a forced assimilation school. The film centers around her big plan to rob the school and make a break for life off the rez. Rhymes for Young Ghouls is available to watch for free on Prime Video if you have access to Prime. I highly recommend it. Or consider Once Were Warriors a chilling drama that shows the curse of alcoholism and the detrimental effect on a Maori family in this 1994 drama set in New Zealand. Maori are New Zealand's indigenous peoples. This movie, which is quite serious and tragic, is available for free on Canopy. And I'll say this about it, the performances by the two leads deserved Oscars. It has a moralistic, somewhat uplifting ending that I'd love to discuss with you. I couldn't find any of their free films that are 100% made by indigenous filmmakers, but i found something fairly close consider whale rider a fantastic film also set in new zealand about a young maori girl who desperately wants to be a chief of her village but she's told that only men can be chiefs it's playing right now on pluto tv but do these films portray indigenous peoples without the stereotypes that as man killer says quote either vilify indigenous peoples as troubled descendants of savage peoples or romanticize them as innocent children of nature, spiritual but incapable of higher thought. I'm not sure. But I'll touch on a similar theme, which is living with the legacy of colonialism. Here's a few other films you could watch if you can get your hands on them. If you really want to experience something totally different, try Atonarjuat, the Fast Runner. 2001 Canadian film directed by Inuit filmmaker Zacharias Kunuk. It was the first feature film ever to be written, directed, and acted entirely in the Inuktitut language. Set in the ancient past, the film retells an Inuit legend passed down through centuries of oral tradition about a man who must escape the murder of his family by fleeing naked across the Arctic ice. And finally, there's Smoke Signals, possibly the most successful and well-known indigenous film to date. It's a 1998 film about three reservation kids on a road trip of self-discovery. It won dozens of awards and deserved every one. It's part comedy, part tragedy, and part drama. I put trailers for each of the five films on the website to help you decide. I'd like you to find and watch one of these five films, and then report back to the podcast what you learned. Send in your 60-second movie review by Sunday. If you want to do a slightly longer review, leave two messages, and I will stitch them together into one take. I'm planning on doing the movie review podcast next Tuesday, so I need all reviews in by Sunday. Put your heart into it. I know some of you are good authors. I received a ton of great voicemails in my inbox about last week's episode, The Melting Pot. So let's take five minutes to hear some of those great responses. I think it's very important for our country as a whole, whether... I mean, we can call it the assimilation pot or the melting pot or any, any of those. It doesn't really matter as long as it's nothing derogatory. But the point of it is, is, you know, a bunch of people coming together and actually, you know, given the benefits of their different cultures, uh, to everybody else. And, you know, of course you'll have, you'll always have some people who decide not to assimilate and do things. I mean, that's their right. It's, you know, they could do whatever. It's just makes things harder on them, uh, you know, going through their day-to-day record or day-to-day living if they don't, you know, try to, uh, you know, become one with the the country that they wanted to live in.
1: I think it is good to experience diversity in our lives. By having different cultures in our country, it allows us to experience different languages, cultures, foods, and way of life. I think that by forcing others to assimilate into the American cultures where many cultures are lost. For example, my father came here from South Korea when he was just five years old. Him and his mother wanted to fit into the American way of life that they lost their native language and other cultural aspects. To this day, my father only knows a few recipes from South Korea that were passed down from his mother, but still does not know how to speak South Korean. think the melting pot is highly beneficial in any society not just for America because it helps everyone uh, be educated of one another and uh, understand one another better Um, and calling it an assimilation pot I don't think that changes too much I think it's always good to I guess learn about each other like I wouldn't say like completely practice but uh maybe try out different people's beliefs um i think it's hard for immigrants to come in and not assimilate i guess uh they don't really understand what they're coming into and i think that's what's so good about the melting pot is everyone can kind of understand a good mix of everything I think the melting pot is good because it helps us learn about other cultures and teaches us not to be arrogant of other cultures. It also allows us to have a choice of integrating different cultures into our way of life. If you were to call it an assimilation pot, I wouldn't think any different of it. Sure, sometimes people don't just incorporate it into their way of life. They end up fully submerged into culture, but I don't see anything inherently wrong with it. Now, for what I'm about to say about the opposite part, I don't just apply it to immigrants, but to everyone else as well. If you fail to assimilate just a little bit or fail to learn anything from a culture, I think you just purposely be trying not to learn anything on purpose because you have the idea of that there's no other culture better than yours. In other words, you might just be arrogant and arrogant people don't really learn anything. Um, Personally, I think the melting pot is good for America, but it does have its disadvantages. Um, As a Hispanic living here in the United States, I know my family has experienced racism when trying to assimilate into the culture at first, especially my parents and especially my dad, most of all. Um, I don't really see a problem with immigrants not assimilating at all. I just see it more as them trying to keep in touch with their culture. I still see them as American. Just because they don't fully assimilate into American culture, I don't see them as any less American. Hi, Dr. Pearl. My name is Christian Ramirez, and I'll be talking about the melting pot. In regards to the melting pot, I do believe it is good for America, whether if it's called the assimilation pot or the melting pot. And as for the opposite side, in regards to immigrants, I do believe it is good if these immigrants don't assimilate at all. Um, I believe that if they keep their behavior and culture, that not only are they remaining in their own belief, but they're remaining in the American belief that uh, freedom is given to the people, and that They're exercising this right by remaining in their own culture. And that furthermore establishes the application of our nation.
0: That's it for today's bonus episode preparing for the movie reviews. Thanks to everyone who sent in responses. Sorry I didn't get to them all. Movie reviews. Don't just summarize the film tell me how it breaks down stereotypes or what the message the filmmaker was trying to convey or possibly tell us your favorite part make every second count have a great weekend and thanks for listening to the podcast